Hello and welcome to the Studio Owner's Circle, the podcast. Thank you for joining the conversation with me, Lauren Perilli. We are here to have the big conversations about what truly matters to dance and yoga studio owners right now. We are talking about how we reshape and restructure our studios to live the lives that we truly desire. So we are getting ready to roll up our sleeves and let's go ahead and dive in. Thanks for joining. Hello, studio owners. Welcome, welcome, welcome to season two, episode one of the Studio Owner Circle podcast. I am your host, Lauren Perilli, and I'm so happy to be with you here in season two. I took a little break for a couple of months to settle in, to um, go deep into my own thoughts and my own studio and my own habits and um, take some time to witness and reflect and I am ready to reemerge this spring um, with all of you and this spring is of course an intense time in the dance studio ownership land and I am here to support you every step of the way I'm here to connect and to um, share my experiences and hope that it resonates with those of you out there and we can come together in a deeper way as studio owners um, who are making shifts and strides on this planet. We are responsible. We are, um, it is our duty to hold these young people that come into our lives and we are put in this position to serve them and to hold them and help them through and really walk them home. And it might be for one class, it might be for one year, and it might be for many years. But these, uh, these children, these young people are put in our lives, and not only them, but their, their parents and our teams and our staff and the people that we lead have been put in our path for a purpose. That is my belief for every single one of us here, every single one of you who is listening, whether you are the leader of a team of four or the team of 40 or the team of 400, we're all leaders in our own lives and our own families. And it is very important that at this stage of the game, we stand confident in our knowledge of that. Right, Because at the end of the day, throughout this pandemic, and if this pandemic has shown us anything, it is that everything can be taken away from us. Everything can be taken away from us. But who we are and what we offer and the way we lead and the way we serve and the way that we are positioned to help these young people and their families and the people in our lives is what endures. And that certainly has been the biggest lesson for me. And I hope, or I I can maybe guess that it has been one of the biggest lessons for you too. This is not about trophies. This is not about costumes and it's not even about the height of our batmas, right? This is about holding space for 
the next generation, holding space for others, being a beacon that they can look to, that they can come to, that is a pillar of strength and calm and a way to walk them through hard situations. I've said this many times to my own staff, we don't know what our children, and when I say our children, I mean our dance students, our dance children. We don't know what our children are experiencing at home. We don't know the kind of messaging they're getting, the fear that is being instilled in them. This virus is scary, but our reactions to this virus are even scarier for these kids. And I guarantee you that if you have been teaching recently, if your studio has gotten up and running and you have your kids coming back to class, you see they're just so happy. They're just so happy to be there. And and many are experiencing a fair level of anxiety, which is normal, I'm sure. But our kids are just so happy to be there. It's their parents that are a little tweaked out, right? So we don't know what they're going home to. We don't know the kind of messaging and the news that might be on 24-7 and all the outside sources, the conversations they're overhearing that really they are not, um, their ears are not yet ready for, their emotions are not yet ready for. We don't know. So we have a responsibility for the 50 minutes or the one hour, the two hours or the three hours that they are in our space and our four walls to create an experience for them that lifts them out of their fear and walks them through hard things. This, my friends, this is our job. This is our sacred work. It is to take these babies of all ages and walk them through hard things. If ever that was more pronounced in the land of dance studio ownership. It is now because not only are we walking them through hard things of not being picked for the duet or not being picked for this solo or maybe losing first, second, or third place in the competition, right? Those things are hard. Those things are hard. Those are hard things. Rejection and, um, and all of those things are hard, right? Feeling of not being seen, feelings of not being recognized, feelings of disappointment in oneself. Those are hard things. And we walk our children through those things every day as studio owners, as dance teachers. And now we are being asked to walk them through the hardest things, even harder things. Fear, anxiety, uncertainty of the future, lack of clarity around what the hell is happening in this world. When will this ever be over? And we're asking ourselves the same questions, which is why it's doubly hard, right? If that's a word, (laughs) it's really hard because we don't know the answers to those questions ourselves. And we are working through those emotions ourselves. And so the only thing we can do, because we can't turn around and tell them, oh, honey, next week this will all be over. Or don't worry, um, you know, the next competition you're going to go get. No, we can't tell them that right now. The only thing we can do is show them, exemplify for them how to live through 
these hard things. And again, they might not be getting this experience at home. So as leaders, as dance teachers, as gatherers, women of strength, pillars of strength, it is our job at this moment to lead them through these experiences to the best of our ability. And I'm sure that all of us have had moments of breakdowns. All of us have had moments of tears, of just asking ourselves why and frustration, and that's normal, right? That is how we emotionally regulate ourselves, right? Or we, have to, we have to break down a little bit in order to build back up, and that's okay. But what is important is that we do build ourselves back up. We do pull ourselves together however we need to do that, right? Maybe we go for a walk in nature. Maybe we do some yoga. Maybe we go close the door. Maybe we go cry in our rooms before we're able to reemerge centered and calm and focused. And this is how we lead. This is how we lead our team, our staff, who is also experiencing anxiety and possibly loss of income and all kinds of of shifts around their personal lives and the way they come in and the energy that they bring into your studio is extremely important but it starts with you studio owners that is the message that i hope you receive today it starts from the top down And I'm not suggesting for one second that this is an easy task. This is a challenge because it means we have to get ourselves right. If our self isn't right, we are no good to the people around us. I use that expression or that that image all the time of put your own oxygen mask on first before helping those around you. You must get yourself right before you are any good to the people in your life, particularly the children that we lead. And so it is very important that you understand your flow, you understand your needs, you understand your structure and your systems as studio owners because we are leaders of this world. Like it or not, that is the job that we have accepted. That is the work we have said yes to in one way or another. You might think it's all about the Batmas and the pirouettes, and it is. Gotta love me, gotta love me a pirouette, gotta love me a beautifully placed Batma. It is about so much more than just dance. And this is what I hope you take away from all of this. So, how do we do this? Right, that's great. But yes, we're in the middle of a pandemic and I'm just trying to keep my business afloat. My floor is clean, competitions, recitals. Everyone has questions. Everyone wants a show. I can't do another virtual show. Oh my goodness, I'm taking a sip of coffee because wow, it's a lot. Holy moly, I feel you. It is a lot. What we're going through right now is a challenge of great proportion, particularly because I'm sure that many of you out there have just been doing kind of the same thing year after year, right? And that's a good thing. You get into a flow, you build your studio from scratch, and you get into a flow, and you, 
you kind of know where you're going to do your recital every year and you know which com- custom companies you order from every year and there becomes a flow and a routine and and you know a little surprise here and there but for the most part things are set well not this year not last year and not this year this year we are really we're still reinventing and we're still reshaping and we have to think outside the box many of us are having outdoor recitals or perhaps some of us are still virtual depending on where in the world you are and things are different things are changing oh if you hear a great big truck going by that's what happens when you live in the city and it's time that we accept those changes and we learn how to support ourselves through them all we learn how to support ourselves what do we need what do we need and that's kind of why I took a couple months off to reassess and to just Give myself some time and space of nothing extra to do and and really being with what is important to me. What is important to me and honoring the dark months of winter is something that um, I feel I need to do, right? And re-emerging the spring with energy and with focus and with enthusiasm is also really important to me. It is how I shine my brightest as a studio owner and as a person, as a woman. Um, I really follow the flow of the seasons and I allow it to speak to me. In the winter, I like to take vacations and I, well, even if it's not a physical vacation, it might be a little mental vacation. I like to take little breaks and hibernate and honor rest and honor my own experience in this world. And that is what helps set me on the path. Now, here's what I'm not doing this year. And maybe this is a little off topic, but here's what I'm not doing this year. We, I'm not pressuring myself. I'm not pressuring myself. And recently, uh, I've been seeing a ton of competitions ton of competitions and I give all the competition companies credit for doing everything they can to hold competition safely and and um, give these children in these studios this experience that they love more power to you fantastic I as a studio owner am nowhere near that I cannot even imagine at this point in time getting my studio together to be ready for competition. It just hasn't been the focus of what we've been doing and what we've been spending our time on the past few months. We, of course, are going to have a recital and we've been working on dances and the students are great and the dancers are eager and excited. But I do not have the mental capacity to enter 50 dances in competition, 100 dances in competition. I don't even know how these people are having 100 dances in competition. If you have entered hundreds of dances in competition, bless you. I don't know how you're doing it. I give you so much credit in the world, but all I'm going to say is please take care of yourselves. Please, please, please take care of yourselves. I wouldn't want to trade places right now with you. I'm sorry to say that. I wouldn't want to trade places with you right now. I don't want to have 100 dances to enter in competition. I don't want to even have 25 dances to enter in competition right now. Could I? Absolutely. 
could I work a little harder and hustle a little more and go in a little extra and, and hit the ground running a little more? Absolutely, I could. Do I want to? Absolutely, I don't. Nope. Because a promise I made to myself was that I was going to do this easefully. Easefully. I don't know if that's an actual word, but it's a word that I use with ease, full of ease. I am going to run my business and run my life easefully. And it might mean that certain people, certain parents and families no longer align with my easeful approach to running my studio, but that's okay because I align with my easeful approach with my studio. My family, my commitments, the life I desire to create for myself aligns with my easeful approach to running my studio. So everyone else, I wish them well, but they can go. They can go find a school that will grind them more. Absolutely they can. But it's not going to be with me anymore because that is the promise I made to myself. And so if you're out there thinking, I don't know how these people are getting to competition and feeling any kind of insecurity about that, because I get it. When I scroll through the Instagram, I think like, how are people doing this? I know how they're doing it. I know how they're doing it. They're working themselves. They're working themselves to the bone. And you know what? 2021 is just not about working ourselves harder. It's about working smarter. Right? And I said that in the beginning of the year, and I'm committed to that. So if you're out there and feeling any type of insecurity about what these other schools are doing and what other studios are doing, and and I should be doing this, and I should be doing that, and oh my sweet Jesus, stop it. What you need to do is exactly what you need to do for yourself. And everything else will fall in line for that from there. Because we cannot show up to be our best selves if we're run down, if we're working to the bone. We cannot show up to lead our team and our staff and our students and their families through some of the most difficult times we will face as a species, as humans together on this planet. We cannot show up to be the leaders that they need us to be if we are overworked and exhausted and overwhelmed. That is not in service to anybody. Because at the end of the day, the competitions will come and go. But how you led your team, how you showed up, will be what remains, will be what resonates. The way that Miss Jackie made us feel so supported and that she was there for us. She showed up calm. She showed up with a smile. She was there to listen. She had time to see us, to acknowledge us, to hear us. She was there for me when no one else was. This is what endures. And this is what our work in the world is truly all about. So I stand with you studio owners and I honor wherever you are 
in your rebuilding process or in your process in general. Maybe some of you have made some really difficult choices throughout this pandemic. And I respect all of those choices so long as they honor you. Because at the end of the day, you and the way you show up is the only thing that will last when everything else can be taken away. And I hope that you carry this message with you throughout the week. And I look forward to being here with you next week for season two. And as always, you can find me at the Studio Owner Circle on Instagram and in our Facebook group. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you and connecting very, very soon. Be well. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. It helps us get the message and this medicine out there. The more people, the better.